You can not afford to not take time off as the CEO in your business. That is what this episode is all about. In this episode, you are going to learn why time off as the CEO is so important for you and your business. And I'm going to give you an example of what a restorative vacation looks like for me recently and how it's helped me be so resilient in my business. So hope you guys enjoy this episode. Need some effective tactical advice that actually helps you get results and makes a real difference in your life and business? You've come to the right place. If you're finding yourself here today, it means you're getting ready to gain serious traction in your business, rapidly multiply your income and impact, and you're ready to make it happen while living all out. Guys, I'm Melissa Henault, your trustworthy corporate dropout turned six-figure business burnout turned happy and healthy CEO of a multi-million dollar online business. And you're listening to the Burnout to All Out podcast. On this show, we're serving up innovative growth strategies, simple implementation methods to put them into practice, and action-stimulating inspiration tailored specifically for the modern entrepreneur. Let's dive in. Hey, hey, gang, streaming live with you on another Burnt Out to All Out episode straight out of the gym in my gym clothes for those of you who are seeing me live. Hey, hey, excited about this episode today because it comes on the heels of a number of weeks of vacation number of weeks of vacation as a business owner of a multiple seven-figure brand. It's funny, even yesterday, someone made a comment, I know you're so busy as the CEO, but you know, if I can find some time in your calendar, well, surprise, surprise, actually my Fridays are completely blocked every single week. There's nothing in them. I'm going to take nearly half of August off and about a week and a half in July. And this was all purposeful. And I'm still operating a very successful business. So I want you guys to listen in today on why you cannot afford to not take time off as the CEO in your business. So we're going to jump in and just talk about some important aspects of taking time off and why. And then out of all the trips I've taken recently, what I'm going to talk about today is actually the one week trip that was extremely restorative that I took with my husband. You know, historically, prior to a lot of the own inner work I've done myself, when we went on trips as, as you know, exhausted, burnt out parents, some of you guys can probably relate. It would basically be a trip to a resort where we basically were laying by the pool or the beach all week long, being handed fruity drinks of alcohol, like recovering from parenthood and being in high stress careers, right? Jobs, businesses. That has changed tremendously. My version of a restoration now is very, very different. So I'm excited to walk you through this restorative retreat that I recently went on. And the reason this all has become an episode is because you guys know at Burnout to All Out, I am very data-driven, science-backed in all that we can do to live an all-out lifestyle. And this episode came to me because of this whoop strap, which by the way, I'm going to get messages about it. You can go to my website on the things I love and you can learn about it, burnouttoallout.co. But it monitors 
everything in my body that allows me to see how resilient I am being. Some of you have heard me talk about this term nervous system dysregulation and nervous system regulation. And it is a key term to resiliency and success in all that we do, right? And so it shows me when I'm not recovering well, when I'm not rebounding well. And it's based of a number of different parameters around your resting heart rate, your heart rate variability, your re- like how quickly you're breathing. I'm, I'm not going to get into that today. That could be a whole nother episode, but basically the body doesn't lie. Okay. I'm going to say that again. The body does not lie and bodies build businesses, right? And so after like weeks of this vacation time I just shared with you, I came back from a trip where I ended up having to get a very, very minimal amount of sleep and got up and my whoop notified me. I'd never seen this before, ever. Never seen this notification a whoop before. It said, Hey, your recovery was 95% last night, even though you didn't get nearly the amount of sleep that you should have gotten. This means some of the habits over the past 30 days have really contributed to your resiliency in times of stress. And I got me chuckling and laughing because I looked at my husband and I looked at my calendar and I said, that's funny. So apparently time off is what creates resiliency, okay? And so that is actually the kickoff to this episode is that if we do not make space to recover and create miracles in recovery and resiliency, and we think that we're just going to push through and work so hard and not take time off because we have to, you don't realize the diminishing returns that are happening because of your run down body that is no longer resilient. You're reacting the, the way you react to your business, the way you think about your business, the way you're interacting with your clients, the way you're interacting with your children is impacted by how your body is regulated. So you may think you can't afford to take time off. I am here to tell you, you can't afford your business and your life cannot afford for you not to take time off, okay? You know what really helped me go from making $1,200 per launch in 2020 to making over a half a million per launch in 2023? Let me give you a hint. It wasn't a secret success formula. If you've been watching me for the past couple of years, I have been doing the same thing. It wasn't a magical hack or strategy, and it definitely wasn't a grind till you die mentality. Hello, we are the burnout to all out brand, right? It was getting in the room with the right people. The right circle of influence raises the bar, helping us set the standard for higher expectations of ourselves and elevate our standards for the life we live and the business we operate, guys. Because the truth is that we don't know what we're truly capable of until we get into the room with people who are going bigger than us and scaling higher than us and showing us what's possible. When you join us in Nashville at our Burnout to All Out live event this October, you'll be stepping into that room. This two-day experience is the most results-oriented event for business owners and entrepreneurs. Guys, it is unlike any other event you have ever attended. If you're looking for dynamic growth opportunities, cutting edge ideas, and a supportive community and energizing inspiration to help you elevate your business and upgrade your life, you will find it at Burnout to All Out Live. But I have to warn you, dude, 
Last year's seats sold out weeks in advance. We were at full capacity and sold out. Right now, we all of our VIP tickets have been snatched up, and there's a good chance that we're selling out of another event. That's what it's looking like, guys. So if you want in, I encourage you to grab your ticket now before the prices go up and or there are no tickets left. Don't be that guy. So check out in the show notes of this podcast episode for the link to grab your ticket to secure your spot at Burnout to All Out Live 2023. Or if you have a browser up and handy, open up a new tab and go to www.burnouttoallout.com co forward slash live dash event. All right, guys, I'll say that one more time. www.burnouttoallout.co forward slash live dash event. All right, guys, I hope to see you there. And so we can love what we do, but we have to remember as human and as entrepreneurs, why do we get into business? We And I talked about this earlier this week in a LinkedIn post because we just took my daughter to Vegas, which is a whole nother story. But we as humans are not designed to be in front of computers working all day long, the majority of the year, not even two to four weeks of vacation is enough. I want you guys to think about this for just a second. I think sometimes we don't pause and think about this. It's only been in what the last 50 years that computers were even a thing. (laughs) Only in the last like 70 years has there been this like come into an office, sit down, work. Now think about how long humans have been on this planet, right? How long have humans been on this planet? For tens of thousands of years, we were not designed to be locked up in a house, locked up in front of a computer, the majority of our day, the majority of the weeks of our life. Humans were designed to be in community, to have love and joy and fun and be outdoors and connected to nature. Like that is how we evolved, right? So if you're feeling really burnt out and you're feeling really flat and unmotivated, When's the last time you took a damn break, right? If your business is flat and you're just killing yourself trying to make it take off, maybe you just need to take a break from your business. Okay, so, you know, and the thing is, when we take time to recover, so let's talk about this. And let me backtrack for a quick minute. Most of us got into business for time freedom. I left my corporate job, not necessarily for money. I was making multiple six figures. I could buy whatever I wanted to, but I didn't control my time. So don't catch yourself as an entrepreneur falling into the trap of overscheduling, overbooking yourself and not making space for the joy and freedom to be the human that you desire to be. When we take time to recover physiologically, physiologically, we become more resilient for our business. The whoop strap doesn't lie, but it also strengthens our relationships with the people we love who are a critical part of life. There is a ton of scientific data out there that shows that some of the most successful business owners have really stable, healthy relationships at home. When things aren't going well at home, it impacts every aspect of your life. So if we're not focusing on the relationships at home, it's impacting us physiologically. Again, bodies build businesses. So we have to make space for the people we love. And we need to begin to exercise our right 
as business owners and not high paid employees and or maybe you're a low paid employee in your own business. What I mean by that is if you can't walk away from your business for a week or two without it falling apart, you're an employee. You're not a business owner. And that's just a reality, whether you're paying yourself enough or not, you're an employee. So the last thing I want to say about why we need to take time to recover is it gives us positive reinforcement for why we work for ourselves in the first place. The more freedom you give yourself as an entrepreneur to experience joy and fun, the more motivated you are to never want to work for someone else again. I was just looking at LinkedIn and it was six years ago almost since I launched the LLC or the trademark burnout to all out. And six years into this journey, I could never work for someone ever again. I would be a horrible employee because I'm so used to owning my own time. Like here I am streaming live in my gym clothes at eight because it works for me. And then I'm going to go take a shower, get myself... Actually, I'm going to go for a run after this, which is why you guys are getting me streaming live without any makeup in my sweaty clothes because I worked out. I did my weights this morning, going to pop in, get my podcast done, and then I'm going to go for a run and take a shower. And I don't want anybody else telling me when to show up to work and what I want to do. I'm the fucking boss. You couldn't pay me enough money to go back to work. You could not pay me enough money to go work for someone else. Okay. So why am I down in this rabbit hole? It's positive reinforcement to continue on your path as an entrepreneur by creating space to enjoy and exercise your right for time freedom. We just got back from Vegas this weekend. My daughter turned 10 and a promise that I made myself two years ago was as an entrepreneur, one of the things I'm going to own, and it's going to be a phenomenal positive reinforcement for me as an entrepreneur is that I am going to take each child when they turn 10 on a trip wherever they want to go to just spend time with mom and dad. And that is exactly what we did right on the heels of my restorative trip with my husband, which was right on the heels of a week-long trip to the beach, literally three vacations in three weeks. And now I'm headed to Wisconsin on, on Sunday for another retreat. This is positive reinforcement for me as an entrepreneur for the time freedom I deserve. And I'm getting the feedback that my body is extremely healthy and resilient. Now, hear me say this loud and clear. Yes, I've taken time off, but I'm also ramping up for a huge launch that's around the corner where it's going to be crazy town. I'm going to be working around the clock for about 12 days straight. So I'm actually priming my body to be nice and resilient while I go into it which will make us that much more successful in our launch because energetically I'm ready for it versus having killed myself with no time off all summer, trying to eke out and squeak out every dime, every dollar, every hour that I could work, and then trying to jump in to a launch, which is our number one revenue generator for our business, right? So it's like prioritizing your energy. Okay. So Now, some of you are like, well, how in the hell is she able to take that kind of time off? Like, sounds great, Melissa. Like, I've been in your shoes if you're early on. And I will, again, and will say that it takes work to get to this space. But you can start taking mini breaks and mini time off now. I've been in your shoes. I've scaled a business from scratch. You know, I have for a good year and a half, it was hustle. It was burning the candle at both ends, knowing there was light at the end of the tunnel where I would have autonomy to exercise my right with time freedom. So there is a fine balance 
But it does, in retrospect, when I look back at my first year and a half of the rocket ship that I built, I still wish that I had taken more time to restore. And I actually think the business would have taken off even faster. I think that I would have been more resilient. I think I would have responded to more difficult situations in a more grounded way. So how can you get to a place where you can take some time off? And it's a great test to see if you're a business owner, you're an employee, go walk away from your business for two to three weeks and see what falls apart. And if everything falls apart, you're an employee. If things keep running and revenues coming into the business, you're the business owner, right? That's a really good litmus test. So how do you get there? Number one is to plan ahead. If you've heard me say this a million times, I business plan the year before, like in October, November, I'll be doing it again this year. I plan my business calendar for the year to come. And I actually start with joy and fun and priority with family. I have a philosophy that I have three children and my oldest especially His days are numbered that he has free time to spend with me in the summer. He's 11. We have seven years left, right? And so my personal plan as an entrepreneur is to work as little as I possibly can in the summertime and plan as much fun as I can, because that is when I can create so many memories with my kids when they're not in school. But if you don't get ahead of it and you don't plan your calendar as a business owner, if you do not give your life the same attention and intention you give your business, Ultimately, it'll all implode. I'm here to tell you how many people have you seen that all they do is focus on their business and things fall apart at home and then things fall apart in the business. Give your life as much intention and attention as you give your business because bodies build businesses. So you must plan ahead and prioritize the joy and the fun. And you can start small and you need a dependable team And you must be willing to delegate and structure a company where you can, in fact, be absent without the team falling apart. And this may mean investing in key talent. This may mean giving away some of your profit margins. And this is a choice. You can be a slave to your business doing everything and have no time off but the money. Or with me, I operate with lower profit margins, but I have a phenomenal team that is ironclad when I am gone. And I am happy to pay that fee for the exchange of the lifestyle that I enjoy because of the dependable team that supports my community. Those are things you have to decide on. And you can start small and you can build upon it. You can start small by prioritizing little trips and birthdays and things in the family And as you scale, you can make them bigger and bigger. We actually, this past year, blocked the calendar for certain big trips. Like in April, I took my whole family and extended family to St. John, and we stayed there for a week. And I blocked it in the calendar well before I paid for it. But I blocked it in the calendar and gave myself revenue goals in my business. And depending on the revenue goals that we hit in the business, I then booked the trip. But the calendar was cleared, okay? Same thing with my retreat with my husband. This is where you can intertwine joy with goals with my retreat with my husband. I made a financial plan. If we hit a certain revenue goal in the business, we will go. I didn't actually book the trip until a month before we went, but I had the week held and a babysitter booked six months in advance. Now, this is a whole nother topic, but that's called manifesting shit. 
calling it in and saying it's going to happen, but then making the financial decision when it makes sense, creating motivation in your business to hit certain metrics so that you have a positive reinforcement feedback loop of reward for hitting that metric. So many times I see entrepreneurs hit a milestone and then they just keep going to the next thing instead of rewarding themselves. Guys, it'll never be enough. It'll never be enough. You will be a horizon chaser for the rest of your life if you're an entrepreneur. That's the way it goes. So how can you pause in the pursuit? I'm going to say that again. How can you pause in the pursuit and make sure you're actually marinating in the moments of milestones of success? And how can you plan ahead to actually celebrate those milestones before they arrive? Okay. So hopefully that rings true for some of you. So let me get into what a restorative vacation looks like for Jake and I that can really contribute to recovery and restoration. Again, I specifically used to go on vacations where I would sit by a pool and drink alcohol all day. And it's funny, I think about it now and I'm like, that's like the worst thing for you. Stay up late, go to late dinners, eat really heavy late at night. And, you know, that was, I was just numbing out, honestly, from the stress of day to day. So we've really changed our journey in restoration. So we went to Miraval in Austin. I highly recommend it. It was an incredible trip. And we spent a lot of time in nature, hikes, kayaks. We did hatchet throwing. I actually visited beehives. And this goes back to the fact that as humans, guys, think about it from a standpoint of a timeline of humanity. We've not been made or evolved to sit in front of a computer like this and work. We were created and evolved to be in nature. There's so much data out there that literally just sitting in the woods and looking at the color green is therapeutic for us. And to that note, part of what we did, there was an entire exercise called tree bathing, which is a Japanese, ancient Japanese therapy that is literally walking through the tree. There were these beautiful mazes that you could walk through in the trees and bathe in the green, bathe in nature, be still. Instead of the noise of a podcast coming in your ear, instead of the next workshop you're trying to learn, instead of scrolling on social media, all that stuff that's like coming into us all day long, physiologically as humans, we weren't designed to take in so much of our bodies haven't caught up with what we have out here. The walks through nature ground us, right? They ground us. Um, we're not receiving so much artificial technology and noise. Instead, we're one with nature and hearing birds and seeing trees. And some of the most creative thoughts can begin to surface because there isn't so much noise. So the tree bathing we did, there was... I think I had two glasses of wine the whole trip early at dinner. There was no, you know, fruity cocktails all day long by a pool. Although we did sit by a pool, read books and talk about personal development, where we both wanted to go in life, spirituality. And a lot of that was kicked off by a lot of the workshops that we did. We did a lot of spiritual mentorship together during that trip. We did a floating sound bowl meditation. We did a chakra sound bowl clearing. We did what they call yoga nidra at bedtime, uh, yoga that 
brings you to sleep. We actually did some vocal meditation. This guy had the most angelic voice where we meditated and his voice was the therapy. We did a lecture on chakras, all the chakras. And we also did astrology readings, which was incredible. We learned a lot about each other and they were so dead on. And it facilitated afterwards, incredible conversations for Jake and I to understand each other better. Even after, you know, years of marriage, how to communicate with each other better. I did a ton of reading, brought my own books, a ton of journaling. I moved my body daily. I exercised and lots of healthy food, totally healthy food, lots of water. So instead of binging, cause I was on vacation and it's like, eat what you want. This particular place is all super healthy, locally grown in their farms. And I actually was so grounded. And I will say this, it takes a number of days to come off of whether you're an employee or a CEO, but especially if you're a CEO and entrepreneur, you have so many tabs open in your brain. You're in charge of so much from people to money, to what you're delivering from a product standpoint to there's so many things that it can take a number of days to wind down on that. And I actually really stepped away from my computer so that I could totally disengage, totally disengage with work, which allowed me to be super grounded in the present. And I was able to do some of my own recorded breath work in at a state, a couple, probably four or five days into the retreat. I was so grounded and so calm that the breath work I did was some of the most profound outer body experiences I've had. And I believe it was because the, so much of the noise was cleared. So much of the noise as a CEO was separated. I had profound ideas and insights. And then we also had our alone time where we did workshops by ourselves. We went off and got curious and laid in hammocks and read books in the outdoors. And I did this really cool Indian spa service where they actually run grapeseed oil onto your third eye for about 15 minutes, which sounds really crazy. I got so many major downloads around my future book that is going to be a book that I publish. And where I'm going with all of this is that we had to be intentional and give attention to our relationship and our need for restoration. And we had to prioritize it like we do our business in order to make it happen. And when you get intentional and you create attention to get quiet, to create space, to restore, some of the most profound magic happens. But if we don't make space for miracles, they will never happen. If we don't make space to not only recover, but thrive. My friends, even if you love what you do in your business, you will ultimately begin to resent it because it's not why we're on this planet. We're on this planet, I believe, for the ease and the flow and the love and the joy and the laughter and the moments and the memories. But our overcomplicated schedules prevent us from living a simple, happy life. We're doing it to ourselves. Our reality is a result of our priorities. I'm going to say that one more time. Our reality is a result of our priorities. 
And so maybe there's some reprioritization that needs to be done in your life. Maybe there is, maybe there isn't. But the reality is the world isn't going to slow down for us. We are more available and more accessible through more social media channels and technology than ever before. The world is not going to slow down for us. We must take the drivers, sit in the driver's seat, grab the wheel, and we must own slowing down and creating the resiliency and creating the joy. The world's not going to slow down for us. And here's the thing. As we wrap up, it doesn't have to start with a luxurious trip to Miraval. If you're feeling resentful in your business, you're feeling burnt out, you're feeling like you're losing, maybe you just can't keep your thoughts together. You're so overwhelmed in your business. I am here to tell you, instead of trying to push through, one of my first coping mechanisms before I knew what tree bathing was, I had no idea. One of my first coping mechanisms with stress was to literally go outside in a chair and sit in the trees for 10 minutes and just breathe. I didn't know what breath work was. I didn't know what tree bathing was. But what I knew physiologically was that when I came back into my office, I felt better. That is a simple way to prioritize a little bit of grounding, a little bit of resiliency, a little bit of joy, and a little bit of time off with bite-sized nibbles. Maybe you commit to one massage a month. If you know me, you know, on Wednesdays at 3.30, I'm done with work. And I go get a deep tissue massage and I get an adjustment and then I go to the sauna. And I actually find this an income producing activity. It is not luxurious. I don't feel guilty about it. I am more resilient and a better business owner and a better parent because of it. I respond better to my team, to my client, to my children. I think better. It actually requires less of my time to be an effective leader when I'm resilient. It is a income producing activity. So you can ease into this. You don't have to do it all at once and be like, oh my God, I've got to book a trip to Hawaii for two weeks. Start small. What's your next big goal in your business? Have you attached a reward already? And have you already cleared your calendar for it? Have you called it out? Are you speaking as if it's already happening, making plans for it and manifesting it? Don't hit your goal and jump to the next. One of my clients, my mastermind was on the cusp of hitting a million in revenue. And we had our one-on-one coaching call the other day. And I said, what are you doing to celebrate? And she said, that's a great question, right? We don't think about that as entrepreneurs. We're just on to the next. You think when you hit that number, you aspire for this particular number. When I hit my first five figures, when I hit my first six figures, when I hit my first seven figures, like it's going to be amazing. I'm here to tell you it's, we skip over it and we go to the next unless we consciously pause to celebrate. And it's going to make you more resilient and you're going to grow even faster and you're going to be happier, healthier, and wealthier. Maybe you've already got a vacation planned. Maybe instead of binging on the bad food, you actually seek out some of the most healthiest restaurants in the area. Maybe instead of staying up late and drinking in a karaoke bar, you nestle in early and you get a ton of sleep. If we set intention, and this is the other thing I'll land on, actually, my husband and I, we actually set intentions for our trip before we went. What are your intentions? What do you want to hold? What do you want to do? What do you want to be? How do we, what do we want to get out of this trip? 
And when you set intentions before you go, then you can direct the activity. So we looked for ways to grow our relationship together on the trip. What are some activities we can do together? What can we do that's going to be fun together? That's going to stimulate conversation. And what are some things we can kind of break off and kind of zone out and do our own thing and just be in of one. So you cannot afford to not take time off as the CEO. That is the underlying current of my message today. And you must make it a priority in advance in order for it to happen. And you must have the right people lined up in your business so that it doesn't fall apart while you're gone. And so those are the key critical take-home messages today. And if you don't have an A-team and you don't feel like you can take a week off, that's not an excuse to not make joy and happiness and space a priority for resiliency and positive reinforcement for why you do what you do, owning your own time as a business owner. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. If you love it, make sure you let us know if you've got any questions, feel free to reach out to me in the DMs. And with that, I'll see you guys on my next episode. Thanks guys so much for listening in on today's podcast episode. And I can't wait for you to see my upcoming guest in the next episode. You are going to love this keynote speaker. Hey, here's the deal. If you liked this, please subscribe and leave a review. And you want the latest online business growth strategies and exclusive LinkedIn pro tips sent straight to your phone? Text the word UPDATE to 704-318-2285. That is text the word UPDATE to 704-318-2285. Can't wait to see you guys. Come find me over on Instagram, LinkedIn, Facebook, wherever you like to hang. I cannot wait to hear how you are enjoying and applying what you're learning. You guys reach out to me over on social because I love hearing what's resonating with you. When you reach out to me and you send me those personal DMs, they really do impact the content I continue to bring forward to you. So again, come find me, Melissa underscore Hinault over on Instagram, Melissa Hinault over on LinkedIn and Facebook. Can't wait to see you guys over there.